quite figured out the. <laughs> oh, he's missed it. He's missed. Was, missed it. Did, missed it. did I say? Did I'm I say NHS on that fan? Was that an NHS fan? Supporter mate. Oh. I'm still clapping at my door on a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> he's loving it. Are you? He's loving it. <laughs> no. Yeah, me, me neither. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I do, but for different reasons, because the medication has run out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I feel that I can I can somehow get away with it, because with Maddie working for the NHS, I'll be like, give him my best. <laughs> pass on. Pass on my just, congratulations. Just just pa- pass oh. on my, my regenerative well wishes. <laughs> that way, basically, just like gathered on this fan, and now I've opened it up. I've just scattered it into my brew. Damn it! Oh, <laughs> that's not what you want. No, it's not what I want. That's the, that's the that is that is the perfect way to upset a Brit, though. That is. Yeah, yeah. Ruin, just ruin someone's brew. Yeah, just to mess with their brew. Life. It's a exactly. British person ruined. That's it. If you're that's looking at being... what was that? I say that's when we have a duel. Oh yeah, <laughs> sir, you bothered my brew. Tea bags at dawn. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what that was? <laughs> I don't know what that was? <laughs> so let's 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 do the convivial thing, the general thing. How the devil are you, sir? How's how's things? How's life? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, life life is continuing. The continuing Good. conundrum of purposeless moments that we string together via some sort of existential need for meaning. Other than that... BSA from the Deductionist Podcast, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> How are you, sir? <laughs> I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. It was my birthday the other day, so I... I um, it was, yeah. got to... Thank you. Got to do some. Uh, uh, got to do some celebrating. Um, you yeah. know, it was one of those. You better not be doing any work over the weekend. <laughs> I'm telling you. Right now. <laughs> so yeah, we um, we uh, we we had tapas on the Saturday. I sat oh, in a, in, a, in, a, in a box full of ice for a couple of hours, which was great. Yes, um, yes. love it. Tapas, but I like oh the, mate, it was uh, brilliant. It's the perfect way of keeping your beer cold. I just be. Uh, uh, <laughs> there it is done. Yeah, finished. Oh, Finito. Yeah, I know. I know. You know what? And then we went to see. Um... Of course. Oh, that's reversed. I thought. <laughs> Do it that way. <laughs> I figured because uh, you had told me that you've been to see them, and I thought, like, oh, I imagine you'll you'll fill us in on the details on the podcast. Maybe then again, <laughs> you can't, I suppose, because. <laughs> This goes out live, and that's ruining the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, right? I was I was saying to Maddie, um, it's it's very different from what you'd expect from the the razzmatazz of a of a of a Vegas showman, you know, of a right. of a Vegas magician. And that's only yeah. if you don't really know what Penn and Teller are, what Penn and Teller do, uh, because mm. they they kind of made their name on, you know, lifting lifting the curtain. On, on certain things, one of one of the first elements that that I uh, found out about them, you know, that was introduced to me was was their cups and balls, and uh, however, it usually got the you know the ceramic cups or the metal cups, uh, cups you can't see through. Pen and Pen and Teller's versions was see through plastic cups. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was that was the version, and they did they did this. 
they did this great routine. It was kind of like a, an, an homage to Houdini in, in mm. that, um, you know, they go through the whole story. And uh, uh, so Houdini's locked in this box. Uh, and it usually took him around 20 to 25 minutes to escape. So there'd be a, a period where the audience would just sat there watching a, a, a room divider uh, yeah. just for just for 20 to 25 minutes. And okay. this was at the start of the second half. And during it, everyone was allowed to come up on stage and examine this transparent box and then this uh, this wooden box, to, you know, to check for funny shit that was going on. Um, and everyone kind of agreed that, you know, other than air holes being in the transparent box, that you can't yeah. really fit anything through. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it was it was all copacetic. So they put Teller Teller inside the the see through box, and then put the see through box inside the uh, uh, the 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 wooden box. Yeah, I'm I'm trying not to say what the name of it is because yeah. I know what the name of the box is, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's and it's 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 a very specific name. Um, but and the story was that. True to Penn and Teller style, they weren't going to do it um, with uh, uh, with the room divider. They were just going to do it, and but you had to make the choice as the as the audience whether you want to be fooled, because that's yeah. the kind of audience that they get at their their shows. People sat there trying to desperately figure out how it works, or those just sat there willing, loving the illusion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so they they kind of went oh, into that, and it was it was it was great. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. They did. Um, Cool. There was a there was a couple of bits where uh, you know I'd, I'd walked into the the theatre itself and they they were handing out playing cards and they were, they were like take take four uh, take four cards make sure they're all different uh, uh, and you'll need them for for later on the show <laughs> said to Maddie that they'll be doing this trick with it and she oh, we shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You say it just as the room goes quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but like just with the um, <laughs> with with the with the monkey in the box um, a, a routine. Uh, for, for those of you who haven't seen the show, the trick's online, uh, uh, right? You you saw the trick online. Yeah, yeah, the gorilla. Yeah, so yeah, so the 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 the, the trick's online. You can Google it. I'm not sort of spoiling the show that way. I'm going to spoil it in this way. No. Um, <laughs> um, it, 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 when they were talking about misdirection uh, and the, the chicken, it was beautifully timed where, where Teller comes on and runs off with the chicken just as the uh, monkey's there. I leant over and said to Maddie, monkey's going to appear in that box in a minute. <laughs> just, dude, shut up! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I feel like every but, time there was like a climax to a trick or something, your your evil head would just turn towards and just be like, <laughs> "Here he comes." <laughs> there was um there was a bit in the interval where, where we're all we're all just two minutes before the curtains about to come up, and yeah. everyone's just kind of anxiously shuffling their playing cards, four of them, uh, <laughs> you know, just just doing things. And Maddie, Maddie's feeding me triple uh, X mints just to just to kind of subdue me. <laughs> just a, some unstoppable moron that won't shut up about what's about to happen. <laughs> Which, to be fair, worked. 
things. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, to be fair, it worked. You know, have you have you have you had any of the triple X mints? And they're no, they're nowhere near as sexy as they sound. They are like extra strong mints that were not triple X. The way you're explaining it, though, it sounded like it was some sort of chemical on a rag that you put over you. They were they were le- le- legitimate hard mints. I've done nothing to help with the metaphor there, but I know that soft mints are a thing. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How else can I describe them? <laughs> I don't think I've had a hard mint before. Hmm. Yeah, I've always had well, it's chewing gum or soft mints. You should you should roll the dice on it, sir. They're very powerful. Oh, okay. I'll give it a go. Just fucking collapse. (laughs) Well, it's it is. Yeah, it's it's like, uh, you know, toothpaste is very strong. Yeah, like as in the minty kind of. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Afterwards. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Those those mints those mints are exactly like that, but in a mint form. Fucking hell. In mint I mean, form. I might give it a go one time. Just see if I don't know. <laughs> just for <laughs> grins and giggles. <laughs> Is it one of those where I just like break all my teeth immediately as soon yeah. as I bite it? Yeah, yeah. No, no, it's it's kinda of like have you have you seen um you know Cujo or a rabid dog? Anything with rabies. Yeah. <laughs> I have Becky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I won't get away with that one. I won't get away with that one. <laughs> That's why I always yeah, wear headphones. <laughs> so no sound can be heard outside of the voices in my head. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. They'll come for me as well. You'll hear them murdering me. <laughs> be like a, 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 a symphony of chaos. Anyway... <laughs> enough about mints. We've, we've, we, I say we, I brought up, <laughs> but we've... Placement. Yeah, sponsored by Triple X Mint. We, we, me and me and Phoebe's were watching. Um, oh God, the name's gone. Um, what was it? Thank you. Inside Out. We were watching um, uh, Inside Out on Disney Pixar. Plus. Yeah, yeah. It's, let's not get into an allegory of uh, Doctor Paul Ekman's work and the, uh, the 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 foundations that it's it's laid upon being shaky. Let's let's not get into that. But have you seen it? Remind me again. I may have. So it was like uh, happiness, uh, sorry, joy, uh, sadness, disgust, uh, uh, anger, and fear were these little emotions that govern. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that that was there. But there's there's this little. um, It's it's allegorical, I guess, in terms of why you can't get stuff out of your head. The emotions are accidentally putting in old memories into the viewer. So the way you'd process it, like I can't get this out of my head. And they had this jingle for triple dent gum, but the only thing that they they play and it's this annoyingly catchy, annoyingly catchy song. The only thing you hear is triple dent gum, and then it goes off. So you just you just left with triple dent gum. So like, <laughs> oh mate, the film the film finished. I don't know, maybe a couple of hours ago. And I was walking around making tea for the kids, going triple dent gum, <laughs> triple dent gum. <laughs> I don't know why, but I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was the thing. Now, <laughs> let's 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 bring things to a more more serious level. A minty level. Because we 
Yeah, we are we are capable of seriousness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was expecting you to <laughs> We are capable of seriousness and you to go <laughs> boobies. <laughs> I was gonna be <laughs> Oh mate, I'll have to I send you a video me. that I'll have to send you a video that, that Maddie sent me about a, a fart WhatsApp group. Group. Can I have you part of the group, please? <laughs> <laughs> it was designed for. Oh, mate. Uh, right. So, seriousness. When I say, right, members of the Secret Service to you, what ca- what kind of images does that conjure up for you? What kind of people do you think about? Uh, what what kind of training? What kind of skills? What kind of what what, what comes to mind? The people look like statues. The very, uh, you know, at the door of a, a very important place, the glasses, the suits, the little curly wheely earpiece, and the sort of kind of, you know, Queen's Guards stoicness, non communicado with any right. Joe Public kind of person, that sort of thing. But fully aware because they're, you know, taking in everything around them at all times, that kind of thing. All right. Got it. Comes to me. And like to to this day, given all of the all of the people that I've met over the years, spoken to, friends with, worked for, worked with, never once met anyone from the Secret Service. Never once worked with anyone who used to be in the Secret Service. So yeah. the information I'm about to give you now, in terms of their 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 training, is something that I found online. How true okay. that is! How true that is! Yeah, I, I I can't I can't confirm that right because it's it's the internet it's a, a, a hive <laughs> of worms. Yeah, but the 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 website seems legit. It's from secretservice.gov forward slash careers. So that's that's where I got it from. The legitimacy of it will remain to be seen, but it sounds like something I would I would expect these guys yeah. to be put through. Okay. So here it is. Uh, New recruits undergo intensive training where they must successfully complete the 13-week basic police training course at the Federal Law Enforcement Training Group Center in uh, New Mexico. Uh, Each recruit then receives an additional 16 weeks of specialized instruction at our training facility near Washington, D.C. So that's 29 weeks. 29 Hmm. weeks of solid training. This is in access control, police procedures, and criminal law. Right. Needed. Needed, right? This is in um, firearms training. Have you ever held a gun in your life? A real one? No, I have not. Hmm. A real one with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. It was like the, the first time I met Maddie's stepdad. We'd been together a couple of months. And it was the, you know, the obligatory uh, introducing each other to your parents <laughs> moment. And yeah. uh, uh, as I remember it distinctly, his name's Dave. And as he was walking out uh, of her house, Maddie's house, because we didn't live together at the time, as he's walking out, he's, uh, look after her, Ben, because bear in mind, we've got shotguns. <laughs> <laughs> and they do, they do, they do. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I see. Oh, Hi. he's going to kill me. 
<laughs> Suffice it to say, um, firearms training, given that these are, are, are weapons of destruction, mm. essentially, is uh, highly skilled levels of awareness that you need to go through, right? Wouldn't you say? I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, have you ever been uh, uh, paintballing? Yeah, like properly, properly paintballing. Yeah, yeah. So you, you, that kind of, you know, running for dear life. Yeah, right. Well, but actions I mean, aside, go on, mate. Go on, mate. Sorry, like I, there must be a sound thing. I don't want to talk over you. What, what were you going to say? Oh no, I was just, I was just saying, yeah, like when you like running for dear life and <laughs> trying to. I thought, even though you know it's a paintball, it, it, it's probably going to knacker when it catches the side. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all I was saying that, that even with a even with a paintball situation, they still give you some pretty full. Granted, it's only a, like an hour or so. Um, yeah. But it's still full on intense uh, yeah. moments it of education happen. in terms of how to handle the weapon. Yeah, yeah, of course. And it's like well, I suppose it's got to simulate that environment as well, as close to. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so like, they, they also. What was that? Sorry. I was going to say it was like those airsoft places as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I, I mean, I've never been to an airsoft place. I've seen them, so I know what you mean. Um, yeah. But I, I, I don't know what they have to do there. Uh, I don't yeah. know how that differs from paintballing. I would imagine it would, knowing what an airsoft gun is. But yeah, yeah, I, it's, it's very similar sort of. It's kind of like. Um, have you ever seen the John Wick training videos or anything like that when he handled weapons and stuff like that? That's airsoft. Yeah. And it's very, he, he isn't doing airsoft, but it's very similar to that kind oh, of thing. Yeah. And they take it very seriously because it's sort right, of like it's right. still projectile. Gotcha. As it, Got, uh, gotcha. So the, the, the next thing that they look at is emergency medicine, which I imagine is closely related to um, uh, uh, firearms training to a certain degree. And given the kind of situations that they would get into as well, lots of yeah. lots of heightened awareness needed of the functioning of the human body and uh, you know the ways and means that one can take care of it, right? Yeah. Uh, control tactics, laws of arrest, driver training, search and seizure, not related to fits of epilepsy, uh, search, uh, searching and seizing of. Uh, uh, goods, items, and the legalities yeah. behind that. Certainly yeah. uh, a high degree of awareness involved in protecting oneself, one's organization, um, uh, and the, the, the varying degrees of situations that you would need to be involved in. It certainly would take uh, a, a pretty pretty focused, no, pretty aware mindset, because focused is, mm. is tunnel vision, um, a pretty aware mindset to walk into uh, you know, a shipping container and mm. and be as aware of the goods that are are floating around in front of you versus what's going on behind than it is the the general shipping yard shipping yard uh, uh, that, that exists outside of the container itself entirely different and then they look at also uh, police and community relations um you know mm. the, the the bureaucracy behind interdepartmental stuff you know my jurisdiction is the, i don't know why i went southern <laughs> there I, I don't know they might be you never know they, they, they might be don't know don't know um, uh, and then uh, uh, physical training and testing is par for the course with security, yeah. uh, <laughs> unless you you happen to work as uh, a doorman for nightclubs in the UK, or you are a supermarket security guard, in which case physical fitness and training is ignored. <laughs> I'd be more cop. That's very true. 
but by and large, it's it, a, a lot of the guys take individual responsibility, but uh, yeah. in terms of it being a responsibility of the organization to uh, require that. Not on the agenda. Not there. Have you seen <laughs> some of these guys? Oh, dear. Yeah. The reason, <laughs> the reason I mention this is that on June the 3rd, <laughs> on, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I've, I've read the article already, so I, I know. Oh, yeah, um, you told me a little bit about it, and I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> on June the 3rd, I'll, I'll try and keep a, a, a professional face. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> I love that it's going to be sort of like a serious intro to it. It's the most daftest thing, really. <laughs> oh, <that's brilliant. laughs> on June the 3rd, there was an article published on uh, businessinsider.com. Now that I say that out loud, I probably shouldn't say that out loud again. Um, there, was, <laughs> there was an article published on businessinsider.com no. that read... Secret Service agents didn't see an intruder get into Biden's official home because they were distracted on their cell phones. <laughs> now that doesn't strike the image of the men in black. That strikes no. the image such and such and such and such down at the local bargain booze, not really noticing, you know, 10 chocolate bars just suddenly go into the bag of some local youths because they're too busy looking down there <laughs> on this thing. I didn't realise they hired them now to look after the president. But they Mate, absolute, Absolutely unreal. This is, this is in Biden's actual home. Not the White <laughs> House. This is in his personal house, as in his home where he lives. Right. Where I don't know right. what, what he knife almost at the eye, Mission Impossible two totally. fights. <laughs> totally. So the the article continues. Secret Service agents missed an intruder who got into Biden's official home in April because they were distracted by their personal cell phones. In the April incident, an apparently intoxicated man made it inside National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan's home in the early hours of the morning. Sullivan confronted the man inside his house and told him to leave. The Secret Service agents guarding Sullivan's house didn't even realise someone had gotten inside until Sullivan had the confused man leave and then went outside to tell the agents what happened. <laughs> Followed by, here's your P45. <laughs> It's one of those fired, fired from that job. Fired. Oh my days. Okay, so I, 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 I'm going to ask you the question. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of nervous about the answer that, that I would get. Let's do you, it. You, you are a, you are a, a secret service agent. And you, but you're you in this universe. You're you, but you're a secret service agent. Yeah. What is it that you're looking at on your phone that is of such value and importance that you are neglecting the president? <laughs> You'd think it, it would have to be, I don't know, 
a picture of a loved one tied to a stick of dynamite along with a threat. If you look up from this phone <laughs> and don't let me wander in through the front doors, I will blow it to pieces. It would be, it'd have to be something. It's you know, got to be something of that magnitude, doesn't it? Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah. But both of them, for both of them to be on their phones. Well, like it doesn't. Phone. It doesn't. It doesn't oh, specify. Yeah. It doesn't specify like two, three, four, five. Just that there was more than one. Uh, Not that that I makes imagine. it better. Because <laughs> it, it could have been thirty-seven of them. <laughs> Maybe they were in the uh, the fart WhatsApp group. <laughs> Just done a right stinker. Who's got it? <laughs> <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Good old Joe Biden's on this. I'll have him. What's this? Crack this. <laughs> I was about to try and do a Joe Biden impression as I was saying that, and then I, uh, and my brain was like, "We got nothing." I don't know what he sounds like. I got, I got Why is nothing. It Joe Biden? <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> this. Whatever, seems, whatever Trump is. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be the case. Um, yeah. But it does raise a, a legitimate question that we can ask ourselves. Granted, uh, I, we, we put this forward as uh, a comedic take of a major lapse, lapse in awareness. But one of the things that you can take away, well, whether it be... <laughs> major lapse. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 there was a, a period when uh, me and Maddie were watching How I Met Your Mother that that happened quite, quite a lot. It's just, just, just a matter of general interest. General interest. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, do, it does raise a, a question that we can use for self-reflection in terms yeah. of our skills, our capabilities, our awareness of self and the things that would knock us off our game. But it also is something that we can feed into our understanding of others. Like, uh, you know, if it is that, oh, I'm trying to think of like a really cliched, Andrew Tate. Mm. If, if it is some, someone like Andrew Tate, what would, what would he have to watch in order for him to be completely consumed by it? Right, and we we feel at the minute that that is a that is a question that we can answer. The reality of that is, we couldn't. We we yeah. know what we know what Andrew Tate wants to show us. That's it. <laughs> no, no, nothing more. <laughs> nothing more. And and this the same is said uh, of like uh, these these Secret Service guys. Granted, uh, we paint. Well, I painted it as a as a an attempt at humour. Uh, but it is a legitimate question if you're thinking about how to tactically overthrow an environment, if it is that a number of the Secret Service uh, agents that you have observed have lapses in judgments, lapses in awareness, lapses in concentration. What personal details can you observe about that person in order to subdue them, in order to uh, distract, in order to bedazzle them like you would a child when you give them a rattle uh, of uh, you know of uh, i mean that's that's what it is yeah. right that's that's what it is i mean think, think of it this way look on. as well with a job like that how boring does it have to be 
for you to to go on your phone and be distracted during a job such as protect the president that's like a hollywood plot you know protect the president was that like you you wouldn't think with everything involved in it that you wouldn't be able to be distracted for that role you'd be too not on edge i suppose they're not going to be on edge not trained to be on edge but surely there's a vigilance that you have, you naturally have, that makes you want to go for a role like this. Otherwise, how the hell did you end up in a job with that kind of lack of judgment, as we say, and get to where you've got to guarding the president? Uh, it's it's, it's, like, it's like, interesting. I'm really excited to it, but at the same time, how? <laughs> so many steps that were missed along the way. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like, you know, there's there's a there's a number of guys in the EP world that I'm I'm lucky enough to uh, to to know now through through the, the the work that I've got involved in and some of some of their details that they have to go and do. Your your phone comes out of your pockets. You're fired, abused, uh, all of the above. It's, yeah, I, it, it can't happen. Imagine, that was what you'd imagine would be on the line with this job, like you know, even more like, so with yeah, you know, Commander and Queef. Um, <laughs> I, do, I, I don't know where I first heard that. That isn't an, an off-the-cuff remark that, that I'm, I'm proud enough to call my own. I heard that from someone else. I can't remember where, though. Um, <laughs> but like, it, 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 it raises a point about what can we learn from this scenario. And, and when we say what can we learn... Uh, does that mean it's as much of a certainty as somebody saying two plus two it equals four? That is a certainty that that you can base. But with 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 this, you're left with a number of inductions that you can make, inductive reasoning, because you're dealing with the the the, the likely circumstance that would cause the situation to happen, right? Mm. So let's let let me let me rephrase it again for a, a hypothetical way where you can explore it, right? You're a you're a a secret service agent protecting someone, not necessarily the president, not necessarily Billy Bob from down the street. You know, just someone at at, at, at this stage, right? It's four a.m. Say middle of the night. You know, when you're starting to get to that stage where your eyes are going, my word, they're on fire, and I would very much like to close them right now. Uh, <laughs> what what is it what is it that makes you think i'm going to be okay taking my phone out not necessarily that i want to look at this or look at this look at this what is it that yeah, makes yeah. you think i'm going to be okay to take my phone out it would have to be something i've done before and got away with like i don't know why it would have happened the first time but yeah, for to do it, it would have to be a kind of like I'd have to know I could get away with it because, like, say that whoever it would be, there would be a risk. Yeah, there, obviously, and your job is to monitor. And I imagined, uh, you know, there's a possibility I'm being monitored, monitoring <laughs> to ensure that I'm doing my job. Uh, so, have to be something that the reason why I did it would be because I know I could get away with it. It isn't good, but that would be probably nope. the only reason why you go go about it. So, 
would, would you say then that in that situation, and please don't let me put words in your mouth and do correct me if you think I'm wrong, would you say then that that would boil down to um, ego in a way? Yeah. That if you've, got, if you've got away with it once, I can do it again. Yeah, you know, if you know how and you can sort of, you know, it plays into that confidence within the job, you know, like, well, I'm comfortable mm. now. Uh, I, I know I know my perimeters, I know my barriers, so I can push it a little bit, but I know how far to take it. But that doesn't necessarily always mean that you know you've overstepped the mark. And in that case, like I say, with ego, you wouldn't know then. That would, that would definitely play into it. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's that's where e ego falls foul of all all awareness flaws. And and I say that like to certainty. That's just my opinion. Yeah, just a hundred, just to represent my opinion. Um, there there is a thing that exists within psychological practice that is known as locusts of control, and yeah. th they they function on both an internal or an external basis. And the 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 long and short of how it's written in the books are. If you are, uh, if you have an internal locust of control, you are down to, uh, I couldn't do this because I did this, or I wasn't as aware because I wasn't as aware, or I wasn't as aware because I chose to look at my phone. That's internal locust of control. And when you're mm. looking at e external, it's things like, um, uh, 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 I, I, I couldn't get to work on time because I hit every red light on the way. Or you know, I I couldn't I, I couldn't return your message straight away because I don't know the, my phone died, or you know I I I couldn't be as aware because my phone kept going off in my pocket and it was distracting me. Yeah, yeah. Right. So the thing that the thing that I add on to that in terms of the way I rationalise those sessions. It's about what you're focused on. It's about what you are aware of as as a as a result in those moments. If I'm internally focused, uh, sorry, if I have an internal locus of control, then I'm internally focused. That way, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at me, 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 me. What I can do, yeah. what I can do, what I can do, and then by default, I'm not as aware because I'm only thinking about me in a given situation. Yeah. Whereas if I'm external. In terms of my awareness, uh, and in in terms of what, when I say what I'm adding to it, I, it, it's not in terms of control one way or the other. I'm thinking merely in terms of your awareness, yeah, <laughs> and what you're focused on. If your if your conscious is directed towards everything else other than you, mm. the ego can't exist there, right? Because you yeah. you are you are simply. I don't know. I'm, I'm struggling. I'm struggling. My head's now going. Say these words. Say these words. And my my my, my other voice is going. No, that's 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 spiritual and nonsensical and sounds like a, a, a hippie. <laughs> no, I get what so, you mean, though. Yeah, I understand what you mean. Yeah, I, like the the sort of excusable sort of ex becomes extinguishable. Yeah, because you're not taking uh, you. And putting you into that sort of uh, objective, you're taking what you're take you're taking what you're uh, aware of, not necessarily what yeah. you're just yeah, being. Exactly. Aware of, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's 
it's um uh, one of the, the the kind of sayings that's kind of evolved out of the trainings that I run is um it's not about you mm. no matter what you're doing in yeah, yeah. in this world in this specific world of observation deduction all this kind of stuff uh, it's not about you mm. the second you make a moment about you you're missing things by default yeah. you have to be like i yeah. i i had a situation what was that mate? sorry, sorry. Uh, I was say, it's like an emotional bias you're allowing the door yeah yeah absolutely and and however innocent or underhanded or evil or whatever whatever its motivations yeah, yeah of course it, it, it robs you of your awareness yeah <laughs> right yeah. it may like it go on so i was going to say like it, when those thoughts come in and it's just about yourself and it's a more uh focus point of hmm. of view from a certain uh like feeling you have towards situation hmm. or like that's something that's coming from you you won't just sway on information you will have um like uh, there's a possibility you'll possibility you'll stick on a note rather than yeah. allow yourself to allow other options in then and it's like you cement yourself that you can or you risk allowing yourself to be cemented in a certain fact when that's not necessarily what's happening whatsoever you're not allowing i suppose the room to widen you're bringing it, it in one time you got it. You got it. And like, <clears throat> for as much as we joke about the article, it could be that one or two of those guys got got like a, a text message from a, a heavily pregnant wife or partner that mm. had just gone into labour. We don't know that. Yeah. We don't. But, but, exactly, but that should have been taken stock of ahead of time that's that's mm. why there are chains of command in these particular situations so that this 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 situation can be accounted for so yeah. that f somebody won't feel compelled to look at their phone uh should they get a text from a woman going ah, i hate penises um right and and that's 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 the change between an internal focus and and an external focus. The second you are sat in a scenario going, "Oh God, I'm so nervous," you're not there. Uh, you know, I had I had a, a, a situation with um, some guys that I work with, some guys that I teach, um, not too long ago, where uh, you know a vacuum of empty time had opened up following my loss of this one and uh, other people. That, that were in there they were they were experiencing their own difficulties yeah in, in those moments and and out of that um they they kind of drew terrible conclusions based on no information that was there because nobody asked the question right internal focused yeah. internal focused internal focused which they got they then got together and then it, it was mulled over and mulled over and mulled over and it was led to things that just hadn't happened just complete falsehoods in, in oh. those moments but but yeah, yeah. My, my 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 point that my point that i'm making with this is when we got the ball rolling again what i wanted to do was to uh influence all of them all mm. of them and we'd worked together for maybe a year uh mm. weekly prior prior to prior to the kind of break so they know that I'm quite 
um, clinical in, in my discussions uh, and I'm, I'm quite kind of practical and do it, do it now. Don't really care how you feel or what you think about it or what you think about your competencies are. I'm not bothered. Do it and we'll see what happens afterwards. Then we can work yeah. on it. Your fears are irrelevant. So I, I was thinking, what is the best way that I can rob all of these people of their focus at once? <laughs> is uh, I said that we're we, we, <laughs> we're we're gonna we're gonna have um we're gonna have our first session back, but but we'll just treat it as a as a get together to to kind of reignite our relationship. <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> and and already that's kind of set like unconscious and antennae afloat, uh, you know this way around, and the whole meeting we're we're having legitimate valid discussions where you can take away somebody's virtue presentations, where they go to when they're not focused, how they thermodynamically display it, all of these things were coming out, blah 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 blah, blah. and yeah. through the whole session I'm running it like this as very much. Um, you know Arnold Rimmer during Red Dwarf when he gets part of his emotion stolen and he ends up wearing a t-shirt that says give Keish a chance <laughs> right that's 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 pretty much pretty much what I was at that moment which is antithetical to how I normally am um and then afterwards yeah oh yeah oh massively and then afterwards uh, afterwards we had uh well we have like a group a group chat uh, yeah. And I put a message in. So, what was everyone's experience of the session? What what were your what were your experiences? What did you what did you feel that you took away? <laughs> and I, I'm getting I'm getting things like I'm getting things like shit wasn't worth my time. Didn't get anything. It was nice to catch up, but the mm, mm, all this kind of stuff because I knew yeah. what they were bringing to it, which was already an internal focus of their awareness. Yeah. Uh, and uh, during the session, granted, they've got a built-in uh, 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 setting for how aware they are, but I'm yeah. I'm trying to influence them to turn off. I'm trying to do that. So there's people kind of twiddling with pens, leaning on their arms, you know, doing other things at the time, looking away. And whereas, and I, I'm explaining to them after, like, all oh, that's great. And it's awesome, uh, but if you have the opportunity to focus everything you got on what's happening, that's that's the main thing, you know. If yeah. if you're listening to what's going on because you're choosing to do something else, that's still an internal focus of control. You're still missing what I'm how I'm moving, what I look like when I do something, and and all of these connections that that that, that exist in that moment. And then uh, the next session afterwards. <laughs> I, uh, I I got into the uh, the content and then I showed them a video that I'd made um, like an, an hour before the previous session <laughs> where yeah. I detailed what I was going to do um, how, if and if it lands uh, like this person will do blah, 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 and they did during the meeting it was recorded this person will do this blah, 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 and they did during the meeting it was recorded got every single one of them this way around and then I was like, this is the way that it will influence your conversations after the fact when you are internally focused in this way and you'll talk about this and you'll consider not coming to the session and you'll think this. And every single one of them afterwards was like, yeah, 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 this happened, yeah, this happened, yeah, this happened. And uh, like, this, this, is, this is what I was trying to explain in terms of your, uh, yeah. in terms of your uh, 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 awareness and your focus and your ability to interact with information. You can be... 
the most robotic collector yeah uh, when you're focused but you're a human being <laughs> right we we are we are we are, pr we are prone to flaws yeah yeah 100 i think it's good to sort of like bring bring that into light mm. as well gray area i know we've always yeah. spoken about it quite a lot like there's no right or wrong or uh, you know he's right and she's wrong or she's right and he's wrong it doesn't really matter it's just solely dependent on what's going on up here yeah yeah that, and, that like we we had a um we had a meeting with a, a couple of others that were quite outspoken about some grievances that they'd had based on this vacuum that had opened out as well yeah and like uh, uh, all all i wanted from the scenario was for them to hear me Yes, yeah. for them to hear me. I didn't want to convert them to my belief. I didn't want to, this because we're all humans and I love them all. I, I, yeah. I love and respect every last one of them. So I, I wouldn't be as insulting as, as to try that, but they weren't yeah. in the right state of mind for them to be listening. So yeah. I needed to, I needed to make sure that that was, that was, that was going to be allowed. That was going to be heard in that yeah. way and with, with you with you talking about that it reminded me of like take someone like a a, a flat earther take take a flat earther in this moment and throw them off oh. a bridge no <laughs> I, I read the day that we we bump into a flat earther because i just don't know how the conversation would go down i just it's, it's there's a similar sort of oh god i shouldn't say a name it was don't someone name. make one up Lu luciento S, S, no, no, Lucento. Well, um, ah, oh. SD. Okay. I'll put it, I'll put it, I'll put it in the, to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and this is someone. Okay. Yeah. That's I, someone. I, who, I came to a different SD, but fair enough. SD, it's someone who I got on with mm. when, we worked together mm. and we were at said place, but then they'd bring out certain opinions mm. of certain supernatural and paranormal things. And you just sort of like, you like this person, yeah. but at the same time, there's this, please don't be saying those things. That's so stupid. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's something that you can take away because that robs you. Yeah. of your awareness it robs you of your observation you enter into perceptions absolutely it's true with your sort of like you know you could be having a good conversation with them and next minute that conversation is now tainted because you're expecting more of that stuff and you think all of their That's answers driven what <laughs> you think all of their answers and what they're coming out with is then influenced yeah. off this thing that you no longer like that they're saying yeah. and you just think yeah. oh, god why do you believe that please believe that <laughs> What's that video? Oh, really? A leprechaun? Okay. All oh, right. Okay. That's yeah. You're, you're... <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's so, there's someone out there going, but yeah, Arthur Conan Doyle believed in fairies. I know he did, right? And I hate that. I think that makes him an idiot. <laughs> but <laughs> right, and haven't you? You also did something really really good. Yeah, yeah, you, you 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 learn about people's experience that that brings them to that, which is why I asked questions earlier about their experience that would have led them to bring their phones out, 
you know, because that's that's things that we can learn from observation and deduction and connection. Uh, the, the reason that I mention it, uh, the flat earth as, as, a, as a metaphor for the, the meeting that I, I, I took mm. was um, uh, for somebody that holds a, a, a strong belief of any kind based on any kind of personal interference and reasoning, no, no matter how amazing or flawed it might be, for somebody to go, come in and go, here's a bunch of information that counteracts your opinion. Believe me. Yeah. It's just, it's <laughs> not, it's not going to happen. M Mark Manson talks about it in his book. Sorry, Phoebes, his book, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. That's, that's the, that, that's, that's what the book is called. That's the name of the book. Um, uh, he talks about the danger of certainty and yeah. how, uh, and how if you're certain of something and you're engaged in a particular topic that no matter what happens around you, you will just convert that into a support for your worldview. And the reason I pick on flat earthers is because it's nonsense. <laughs> it's nonsense. You look in like photos, people went to space and took photos. There's live videos that you can see from NASA of astronauts looking down at a ball, a globe, this way around, and flat earthers go, nope, lying, nope, this, nope, that, no, nope, the other. Whereas, lying about that, though, <laughs> right? Whereas, if if you were to say, just just hear me out, yeah, just hear just hear me out. No attempt to convert you, no attempt mm. to change your mind. None. Yeah. Just listen to what I've got to say. Then you can do with it sincerely whatever the hell you want afterwards. You can disregard it, throw it away, keep it, whatever. You, it doesn't matter. But either yeah. way, the important thing is you hear me uh, yeah. in in those moments. And that's that's the best way to kind of take that information away uh, from there. Uh, I, I don't really know how we got onto this, considering we started talking about, <laughs> about the Secret <laughs> Service. Oh, <laughs> but it feels good it's an examination of the link the link memory yeah. system at work one thing reminds us of it yeah exactly it's, it's showing that human side of all of us of being swayed like it, everyone's capable of doing it no matter what your mindset is everyone will have that trigger i've not met someone that doesn't have some kind of bias against something yeah whether that bias against something good or bad or whatever well, no neuro dislikes you just can't absolutely really absolutely yeah. mate neuroscientifically you can't turn off your biases completely you can't yeah, the product of your... you could be in this if that was true you could be the same sort of person that could go in one room and see a kitten playing with uh, a ball of string and go oh and then go into the another room where an identical kitten is being blown apart with a shotgun and go oh right. <laughs> it's you're, that, but, you're right it's your experiences that inform your reaction. This is why there is no universality of emotion. Uh, Dr. Lisa Feldman Barrett, like, like my, one of my personal biases besides um, car crash TV and Justin Bieber is, is like um, people thinking that they know more than they do based on nothing, based on nothing, yeah. right? So like when I, when, I used to, when I used to perform all the time, uh, like daily, I don't, I don't do that anymore because I'm embroiled in this world. But um, so you, 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 you get your cards out and you go, opening line of an effect, and someone will go, oh, I've seen this one. I haven't done it. I haven't done anything yet. What, what are you talking about? 
So most most of the times, what I do is uh, as I be because I'm you know I'm animated and a bit of a drama queen myself, but. Like I'd be talking and whatnot. I'm talking like this, and someone would go, "Oh, I know this one," and I just I'd, I'd I'd register it, but then I go, just put them in my pocket and just do something else. Just do something else, anything else. There was a couple of times where I'd be like, um, I'm trying to think of one of the patterns or something. Um, it's it's very easy for somebody in my world to try and second guess the choices that you would make ahead of time when the information is finite like a like a deck of 52 cards is only ever 52 you can only ever make a choice of one out of the 52 or four out of the 52 if i tell you to pick four whatever and knowing yeah. how i read this information about you and it's at this stage where people are going oh oh yeah i've, I've seen this one they haven't yeah. because it's like my new routine that i'm making up no one's seen this one <laughs> right, I, I, I go and uh, things like uh, knowing what I can observe and what I can deduce about you will tell me certain things uh, in in this situation. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to come back in about half an hour and we'll see how it plays out and just leave. Snake <laughs> <laughs> <Like>, return. <laughs> no, just just go and talk to someone else. Just go and just I just go I just go and talk to someone else for a bit, entertain them for a while, and then come back. And by by the time I come back, they're just disarmed completely. Yeah. <laughs> In this moment, I know more than you. No, you don't, and it's uh, clear no. you don't because I'm just walking away. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't expecting that, were you? <laughs> um, but that that's a hundred percent a bias of mine. It's a bias that affects yeah. me and affects my focus. In that yeah. way. Yeah, it's same with me. Like I've seen, obviously, when we've been filming and stuff like that, mm. people react to, to certain effects and whatnot. And there's one, there's a person that I knew, I, again, won't say a name, but uh, they, I, th I don't think we used the footage in the end. I think cause it annoyed me that much. And they were just sort of speaking throughout the trick. And it yeah. was like, oh, you, got, you got mirrors up your sleeves. And it was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> have you have you seen the um have you seen the Pete Holmes sketch? Like, aren't you glad that you're not a magician? Have you, <laughs> no, seen, have you seen it? Oh my god, mate! I encourage you watch it. It's brilliant. Um, I I, I got a newfound respect for Pete Holmes' stand up. His sketch stuff's brilliant as well. But like uh, the other one is to watch as well is Pete Holmes trying to explain sleeping to aliens. Brilliant. Um, but but in in terms of the magic. Uh, is is talking about like uh, because there's there's no built-in noise for wonder. Like as a comedian, you tell a joke and people go ha 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 and, and laugh. There's this built-in reaction, but like there's this scene and, uh, and uh, like so it's it's set up like this and uh huh. So you you took a card out of the deck and you uh you you signed your name on it and you tore it up into little pieces and you threw it into this vat of fire while I was over there handcuffed upside down in a, in a, in a, in a tank of water and uh, it's back the three of clubs and it's all on the person then in that moment they have to go uh, magic! <laughs> like, what is what is the reaction there and so he's, he's talking about people's reaction to magic and how he was sat there in the front row of a magic show with his with his willful face i want to be fooled i see the i see the silk hanky going into the fake thumb i didn't see nothing i want to believe <laughs> right <laughs> and he he, <laughs> he says i was at, i was at this one show and i saw this guy levitate listen to me i didn't misspeak 
a human being took flight. Like, imagine that. If I could figure out what muscle in the butt I had to flex in, and I was, I was gone. Nothing, right? <laughs> the guy behind me said, mirror. Mirror. He's using a big mirror. Like, and he carries on with the rant. Like, he's just talking about things that he doesn't understand. Like, I don't get this. And I don't get mirrors. Mirrors is this. <laughs> in, in that moment. It's brilliant, mate. It's brilliant. I, I encourage you to watch it at your earliest convenience. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> but with that in mind, guys, I think that's enough, uh, enough ragging on the Secret Service. Um, I, for one, don't want to be waterboarded uh, again today. Uh, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't take that. Um, I, I'm, all, I'm already losing hair over the experience. <laughs> well, makes, uh, Kristen sent me a, a Snapchat from her memories earlier, which is an ethereal sentence that doesn't make sense if you don't know what a smartphone is. <laughs> I'm very futuristic in that sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, it was uh, from five years ago. And I looked at it. I was like, "My God, look at how much hair I've got!" Uh, and I didn't like. It was it was it was like a, a shaved head. But this this wasn't as patchy. This wasn't as patchy around here. Like it was still all full. It was yeah. a skinhead kind of short. I was like, "God!" And then I thought, "Oh God!" I had like actual long hair like a few months before that. As oh God. Uh, <laughs> melody of time. <laughs> I just got really depressed. Like. <laughs> Turning turning thirty seven the other day, and I watched a um, I wa I watched a, a TikTok of all things of this girl that had been to like a garage sale or a, a swap meet or something like this, and mm. she'd bought um, she'd bought a cassette player, uh, and she held up this cassette which was the soundtrack from the Tom Cruise movie Cocktail. Right? Okay. Do you know the movie? I do know it. Yeah. Right. So it's it, it came out mid eighties, yeah. uh, and and she refers to it as music of the late uh, of the late nineteen hundreds. I was like, <laughs> oh god, oh dear me, wow, oh, music of the late nineteen hundreds, played in the trenches during the war. <laughs> Fucking hell. Brilliant. That's harsh. I mean, you know, congratulations. I hope she sharpens a dagger at night. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She's the newest victim under she's under some stairs somewhere. That's what it is. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> right, guys, we're gonna love you and leave you. Um take note and we will talk to you again soon, most likely, and with some certainty next week as podcast episodes uh, weekly so yeah oh i can tell you actually as well ne next week we'll be having uh, we'll be having an interview special with a comedian oh what now with a comedian ollie rayhart who who runs um who runs a, a podcast on youtube called the house of shame um he's a he's a stand up comic and uh, we're looking into uh, current affairs in terms of what a comedian's viewpoint is of people in order to perhaps understand 
what material they should write, what jokes they should tell, what jokes they shouldn't tell, how to, fr you know, all of this kind of, it's not, an, it's not a, a, a tutorial for comedians. It is how a comedian looks at the world and the communication that they see on a nonverbal level to tailor make their material as a result. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's I, I love that kind of stuff because like, have you ever watched like your favorite comedian and then watch their early stuff when they weren't particularly that good sometimes not all the yeah. time but it can happen. and it's not just a process of well they just tried funnier jokes well not, it all just got funnier they didn't just get funnier there's a process within that isn't there absolutely that had to happen so many times before they realized what all worked that'll be absolutely, interesting bob they will yeah. hopefully yeah so i'm head i'm heading down to oh like i just hit puberty there um i'm i'm heading down to, <laughs> i'm heading down to <laughs> I'm, I'm heading down to London tomorrow and amongst some other work, I'm going to go over and uh, uh, interview Ollie and um, nice. get that done. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's to come next week. Uh, until such time, uh, we will see you soon. And in the usual high-pitched sign-off tone, bye! Oh.